0: We're really proud of it. We've joked around a, uh, a little bit about how we're Beautiful Ugly. If we win Beautiful Ugly. We've won 20 times Beautiful Ugly this year, and we dig it, man. Let's go. Let's make some t-shirts. A win's a win. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Beautiful Ugly, and that's a good expression for what BYU did against Pepperdine. Down 10 late, finished strong, got the game to overtime. Actually had a chance to win it in regulation, but couldn't get a stop. But then won it in OT. P.K., a lot of fouls, a lot of turnovers, but ultimately they found a way to win.
1: Yeah, I guess that's all that matters there. That's the whole goal at this point now. Any loss going forward, uh, not tonight, but uh, it would have been devastating. Tonight is expected, and then obviously the NCAA tournament, you're done. So that's devastating. So if you find a way to win, who cares how it goes about? All that matters is that you did win.
0: And they did there were way too many turnovers.
1: But there weren't. That's it, the whole point. They and won. poor,
0: yeah. Despite poor, 21. Poor shooting, but lousy defense and stretches, but down 10 late in the game. They got it together. Competitive. you got to give them that. They were competitive down the stretch. That that effort won't beat anybody else the rest of the year, but it was good enough to beat Pepperdine and give BYU their 20th win. They're 20-5 now. They're playing Gonzaga. It was a perfect 25-0. They rolled again, another blowout victory for the Zags in the semifinal over St. Mary's. So now it's Gonzaga and BYU, 7 o'clock tonight on ESPN in the conference tournament title game.
1: Get there early. Gonzaga, they just seem to just uh, steamroll people. I mean, they remind me of the 87 Dream Team. They just beat the crap out of everybody.
0: The 87 Dream Team.
1: Yeah, none of those games were even close. The 92 Dream Team. That team too. Yeah, I realized they got together for a couple of Olympics basically, right? Be the 96 dream team. That's what I'm
0: saying. Go on and on. Gonzaga was up by 18 on St. Mary's at the half. So to your point, if you want to see some competition, be there early. I turned the game on a few minutes late and it was already like 20 to 10. And Gonzaga was already pulling away and in charge.
1: Not me. I was right there for the, the the starting lineups, man. I was there <laughs> at the beginning.
0: Uh, Other tickets were uh, punched. Appalachian State clinched their first NCAA tournament berth in 21 years after winning the Sun Belt. Michigan is expected to be a one seed, so there are plenty of people on social media hoping it would be Michigan and App State like that football upset years ago. Pair them up in basketball. Roll the old football video. Let's see what happens. Creighton men's basketball coach Greg McDermott has been reinstated all team activities following a one-game suspension for racially insensitive comments he made to his players in late February. The school announced that yesterday he will coach in this weekend's Big East Tournament. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. There's pick-and-rolls that happen in basketball, there's isolations that happen in basketball, and I do both, so I don't really understand what that means. I just, uh, stuff like that I don't even pay attention to, especially somebody that has no credibility. It's James Harden talking about Antoine Walker who says the Nets can't win with Harden's style. Is that all offensive? Is that defensive? Is it, his what all offensive? His style, well, his style. Of? Yeah, I don't know what Antoine Walker's getting at with his style. Is he saying he's too ball dominant? Because they think he's been less ball dominant in, with the Nets than he was with the Rockets. And most people who are questioning the Nets are questioning their ability to defend at a high level in the playoffs. I assume Walker was going more ball dominant when I mean, he's talking about Harden's style, but.
1: Well, I think Harden's with a different team, obviously, now. So what is the style necessary for James Harden to be on a winning team when he was with Houston? Was it necessary for him to take all those shots and have the ball as much as he did? Maybe so. And certainly, D'Antoni was the coach. Now, he's an assistant coach with the Nets now. Uh, On this one, you don't need him to do that. And what does James Harden want to do? He's received all the individual accolades and all the money he could possibly spend. Now it's about winning. And usually in these cases... As a player matures and gets all the fame and the glory and the money, then it does become about winning. And you see him many times transform his game into going whatever it takes to win. I would suspect that James Harden would fall in line with all those other examples.
0: I would think so. I think you've got to, uh, there's a couple things. One, to your point about, you know, what was the lineup like in Houston, so what did he have to do? You know, he didn't have Kevin Durant in Houston, and now he does. And Kyrie Irving can initiate the offense and go get some shots and score some points, too, so he can play a little differently. But I also think he has to play different night tonight in Brooklyn because that lineup has been wildly inconsistent. You know, who's available, who's not available. Uh, you know, it changes on any given night. Um, recently, you know, we saw Durant miss some games, so got to play a little differently based on who's available. A couple for what things, the game. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> NBA announced the mini-bubble for the All-Star Game was a success. No players, coaches, or game officials tested positive for COVID-19 while in Atlanta after the final tests were processed and results were returned to the league and the teams involved. Now, time to get back to it. Game start Wednesday night. Tomorrow night. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. From what I gather from talking to people this week, over the past week, um, Jimmy Garoppolo is still far and away their plan A. That if they had to draw it up exactly, you know, the optimal situation for the Patriots for this coming season, it's Jimmy G coming back here. And of course, that's all dependent on the 49ers doing something now don't believe anything that John Lynch says like John Lynch really has no power there he's basically I guess he sort of runs personnel but it's it's Kyle Shanahan's show from top to bottom that's the Boston Sports Journal's Greg Bedard on the Patriots plan a this offseason need a quarterback what are they going to do everybody's waiting to see Who's going to make moves? And if quarterback musical chairs, just going to start or accelerate. Didn't really want to get rid of Jimmy G, but they did. So now can they get him back? They got Trent Brown back. Raiders are sending offensive tackle Trent Brown to the Patriots. He's restructured his deal one year, $11 million. Started every game during the Patriots' 2018 Super Bowl run before signing with the Raiders as a free agent in 2019 couple years with the Raiders, and now back to the Patriots. So, who else is on the move? A wheel and deal. How long do you think the Patriots can be a story based on their past success, and how quickly does that fade, PK? There's a lot of Patriots talked last year for a team that wasn't really in the hunt.
1: I would say as long as Belichick is there. Yeah.
0: Dallas Cowboys. Gonna have Dak Prescott for a while, apparently. He signed a four-year, $160 million contract Then end are long running negotiations their battle technically it's a 6 year deal but voyaged to 4 years to help the Cowboys with the salary cap it includes 126 million guaranteed record 66 million contract extension a record 75 million due in year 1 of the deal part of negotiating this cuz this is a high number going forward this is the second second highest quarterback deal in the in the NFL behind Mahomes deal but part of it is i think the Dak Prescott wanted to be compensated because he was a steal. Fourth-round guy and paid a lot less than guys who were getting teams to the playoffs. So Somehow they found a number, PK. We'll wait for the next drama with the Cowboys. I'm yeah, sure I just be don't another. see it.
1: I, I just don't think he's... He's a playoff
0: quarterback, quarterback, but he's not a Super Bowl quarterback.
1: I don't even know if he's a consistent playoff quarterback.
0: DJ and PK... Hashtag college football. You know this spring has been so exciting. Like my first time in competition with the other quarterbacks, and it's just been so excited to be to be finally into it. You know, last year was getting home from my mission, working on the scout team, and that was a blast. I'm, I enjoyed every moment, but now it's now it's time to shine and just rock and roll. You can enjoy every moment, but you can enjoy every moment more, PK. Don't want to diss the scout team.
1: Well, enjoy the moment of the competition. If you don't win the competition, then I don't know how much you're going to enjoy it. But he's young.
0: Just to clarify, it's Conover. con over.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, it is Conover. Uh, and if he doesn't win it this year, it's not like he won't play this year, nor will it, uh, doesn't mean he's not going to play at Brigham Young. I mean, if he's this good, as they say, his time will come, even if it doesn't come now or in the fall. It will come. He'll have an opportunity to get out on the field, and that's all you want.
0: How accurately can you handicap the competition that, he, that Conover speaks of with Hall and Romney?
1: I mean, I can say it again. I think Hall's going to be the starter, but that's just my opinion. Nobody's told me that. And Romney could easily win that job just as well. So, I mean, we're like five practices into yep. it, so there's really nothing to handicap right now.
0: Who can Samson Akua announce they will indeed be transferring to BYU? They put it out on social media. Samson will be a grad transfer with one year of eligibility. Puka is a sophomore. It'll be his third year, but obviously the clock didn't run last year. So,
1: Yeah, they went on and said a lot about, uh, you know, they need to get home for family reasons. We'll have Puka out at 9 o'clock. I believe them to an extent. But I also believe that they want to get the ball. They didn't get the ball. They just didn't get the ball at the other two schools. I mean, Samson going home... Well, he wasn't that far away from home to begin with. Obviously, being up in Seattle is a major distance between Utah County. I assume they still live there. I don't know that. But uh, I assume that's where they live, and that's a major distance from Seattle, clearly. But there's got to be some football aspect into it, too, because if Samson really wanted to go home, uh, with classes being online as much as they are, he could have done it. Now he had to show up to practice, obviously. But... He could have done that, but they want to go someplace where they have an opportunity to get the ball downfield. I mean, you look at BYU, you look at Seattle or Washington and Utah. What they do is put defenders and running backs into the NFL, right? I mean, Seattle, uh, Washington, they've got 29 guys. I think they're in the NFL, and 19 of them are either on defense or running backs. And that's a give or take. You know, the rosters are fluid in the NFL. Last time I looked it up. Well, same thing with Utah, right? Defensive players and running back. A couple years ago, they put all those defenders in the NFL. And Zach Moss, right? Not a whole lot of receivers. Well, you look at BYU. They took a walk-on. Not the best competition last year, but a walk-on. He had 1,100 yards and, and 70 catches or what it was. And now he's entering the draft and gonna get an opportunity to play. So clearly, one offense wants to throw the ball downfield a whole lot more than the other two.
0: So they got whatever's going on personally. They got a chance to uh, make big plays, get the ball in the air, and then hopefully chase the NFL dream, because everybody's chasing the NFL dream. Puka Nakua is going to join us at 9 o'clock this morning. The new BYU transfer from the University of Washington will be uh, right here on the zone, 9.05, so be here for that. Uh, The other football news, Les Miles is out of Kansas. They agreed to part ways last night. Kansas AD Jeff Long said he's extremely disappointed for his university, the fans, and everyone involved with the football program. they got to go find a new coach. Indiana likes the coach they have. Tom Allen gets a seven-year contract through 2027. It's going to pay him $4.9 million per year. That's up a million dollars per year. Indiana, who's long been a doormat in the Big Ten, coming off a really good season. Six and two. They were six and one in conference and lost at Ohio State 42-35 in a game that was really good in the fourth quarter in a year when Ohio State blew out a lot of people. So he gets the big money deal. DJ and PK. Whoa, 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 oh. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, and whoa, then Utah, new receivers coach, has been hired out of Central Michigan. Bumpus, it's coming. Former GA in 2018. Chad Bumpus. Chad uh, Bumpus. A, couple, a couple of things, as
1: uh, DJ would say, uh, that Bumpuses, you know, they're the ones who ruined the uh, Thanksgiving, no, Christmas dinner. Go Ralphie dinner. and his family yep. and then they had to go to the Chinese place, the bump's dogs. They were that was the neighbors. And then also too, you know, good for him, but I don't ever, ever, ever want to hear a kid be criticized for transferring. Because this guy was just over got there at this other job like three days ago. Well, I'm exaggerating. Last month was it maybe January. Right? And good for him for getting the job, but he never coached a day at least in the fall season there and he's out the door because he got a better offer which is fine I've got zero problem with that but it shouldn't be a one-time deal on these kids to transfer they should be able to go whenever they want I mean because a coach just did this and nobody bats an eyelash we're all excited Utah and their their Twitter accounts this is all fired up he's all fired up and that's great I'm not criticizing this coach or the school at all in the least it's the same opportunity needs to be provided to the player anytime he or she wants to do it. Because we've seen this. This is not that unusual where a coach gets hired and then X amount of time, relatively short, gets another job opportunity and takes it just a few weeks later. So the player needs to have the same opportunity. That's my whole point.
0: That happens all the time. It's happened for a long time. Where was the school Andy Ludwig went when he left Utah the first time in 08? Because he went somewhere real briefly. And then then. Kansas? I, I Kansas think so, and, and then he Cal. jumped to Kansas Kansas Cal. Kansas to Cal, yeah. Right, and yeah. it was the same kind of deal. He never coached a game in Kansas. And that's
1: fine. Yep. So be it. I don't, I'm, I've got zero problem with it. I yep. just want the player to be able to do it also.
0: It seems where we're heading with the players.
1: But no, it, it must be where we're headed.
0: Yes, but there's foot dragging there. There's no foot dragging with the coaches. And your point, that's inconsistent, hypocritical.
1: Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why the Nakua's are going to publicly say about the personal and the family reasons, so Puga could be eligible this season. So I think you got to play that game. And that's not just me saying it. It's what I've been told. It's not me saying it at all, actually. And that doesn't discount the family reasons by any
0: stretch. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. five-time All-Star David Price told the Dodgers that he is open to taking on any role with the defending World Series champs. He sat out the 2020 season, made a spring training debut with a 1-2-3 inning in the fourth inning of their game against the White Sox yesterday. What role can you envision for David Price with the Dodgers since he's open to any role? Pitcher. <laughs>
1: I don't think he's going to he play second out the, base.
0: Is he coming out of the bullpen?
1: Well, he did yesterday. I happen to be watching that game. And he did come out there and go the one, two, three. You know, it depends on what uh, what they need there. Uh, that's Their weakness is in the bullpen, not as much as the starting pitching. They're loaded, my goodness. And Corey Seeger hit a bomb. Mookie Betts making another phenomenal play out there in right field. I know your boys signed uh, FT2 to a 4,000-year contract, and they should be good. But, but does that
0: make him better than the Dodgers? I
1: don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, they're just so loaded. Just watching that game yesterday, it was 6 nothing in the second inning. I mean, and, and I know it's a spring training game, but they're just so loaded. So, Price is getting up there. Hasn't been nearly as effective, and obviously did sit out last season. So, in order to make that money, and I think, too, to, to uh, be a good teammate because you chose to set out, sit out last year, Not that's your call, fine. But man, I think he's playing it right.
0: Yeah, you don't want to come in with a bunch of demands, right? They won the World Series without you, and granted, it was a 60-game season and different playoff format, but they still did it. So, don't come in and make demands. Come in and say you'll do whatever. Real Cormier, the durable left-hander, spent 16 years in the major leagues, pitched in the Olympics before and after his time in the big leagues, had a heck of a career, but he died after a battle with cancer, and he's only 53 years old. Spend time with the Phillies, the Cardinals, the Reds, the Expos, and the Red Sox. Pitch for the Canadian national team in the 1988 and 2008 Olympic Games. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801 295 1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up this morning, you got basketball. Randy Ray, Weber State men's basketball coach, getting ready for the Big Sky Tournament. One of three teams that could easily end up winning the Big Sky Tournament. We'll talk with him at 8 o'clock. Mark Madsen, UVU men's basketball coach. Looks like a two-team race in the six-team conference tournament, but it's March, so you never really know. But UVU and Grand Canyon look like the favorites in the WAC Tournament. We'll talk with Mark at 8.30. And Puka Nakua, new BYU transfer wide receiver from the University of Washington, will join us at 905. DJ PK, it's 975, 1280 the zone.